With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to episode 29 of the Tinderbox. We are the podcast for Matchsticks and Gasoline, the Calgary Flames website for SB Nation. I think it's Saturday. We were all discussing. We have no idea what day of the week is anymore. It's Mark, Batty, Gordy, Michael. We've got a full house today. How's everybody doing? Yep, that should be about it. That's <laughs> Same as last right. week. <laughs> Same as last week. Just way more bored. A little more bored with a little more food. Fantastic. Awesome. So uh, anything exciting happened to anybody this week? Uh, we still have no hockey, so we're just kind of winging it here on the old podcast. Anybody watch anything good in the past week? Anything? Exciting. Uh, I started watching Homeland. I, that's a pretty good show, I think. Nice. Michael? Uh, nothing really great for me. I'm, I've gotten into like a thing where I just throw on a movie every night before I go to sleep, and I have no idea what it is. Usually like, it's completely random. But uh, I had a good time watching The Incredibles 2 the other night. So that, that's been on it for me. Excellent. Maddie, anything... Uh... I know we were discussing we can't watch any food TV because that just leads to baking and cooking and eating. But uh, anything television-wise in your world that's exciting? Um, I am jumping back into Twin Peaks. I Very started nice. it like a couple years ago and then abandoned it for yeah. whatever reason. Um, but I'm working through that one again. Excellent. Excellent. That was a good show. I've been I've been binging Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Seinfeld oh. is like one of my all-time favorite TV shows, and I have seasons like well. oh, I love it. I have like seasons one through four on DVD, but um, I've been on Hulu just pounding through those episodes, and it's just the show is so good; it still holds up right now. It's hysterical. It's awesome. So we've been doing that, and we got back into Ozark. We were huge into Ozark when that first came out, and then we kind of got halfway through the second season. We're like, all right, I've watched enough of the show, but now we're like back into it. It's so good. Does anybody watch Tiger King? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Gordon, that is like the best worst show of all time. Oh is, my that God. Just, is that just like the, the typical American lifestyle or is that is that pretty is that pretty far out for there too? Um I think that's more that's a that's a that's a pretty Oklahoma, Florida lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could say that. That'd be uh, Maddie, what are your thoughts? Uh have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but uh, my friend told me she grew up in Florida, and apparently where all of the, the Tiger King happenings are, I guess, or it was like half an hour-ish from where she grew yeah. up, and she's like, it's that's Florida. So, <laughs> it, it, which is, yeah, which, yeah and the other part there. of it takes place in southern Oklahoma, northern Texas, so you do the math. You know, it's, you know, it's a, what, what you see is what you get. It's exactly what it is, it's, uh, well, and we'll leave it at that, so. Yeah, the tiger. I guess there's a new episode coming out. Like episode eight is coming. I'm like, yay! Oh my god, more like trailer TV. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> what was the most disturbing part of that show for you, Gordy, when you watched it? Was it the tigers in captivity, or was it the 
expired meat truck dropping off meat to feed the staff and the animals i'd I'd have to say actually i think i'd be a little disturbed knowing there's ten thousand tigers living in the same country as me like that was pretty shocking i was like, like more than in the like whatever african wild like i don't know and then i don't know the guy that killed himself on camera like that <laughs> poor campaign manager like that was that was that was brutal to see <laughs> That was, I'm not laughing. It's just so bizarre. Like, it's just, I am laughing, but I'm not laughing at the fact that he that killed himself on camera. It was just so jarring and like totally fits that show. Like, everything that happens in it was like, oh my God. Well, but yeah, fact, Maddie, you made the, oh, sorry, go ahead, Gordy. No, just the fact he was, you know, trying to prove the gun couldn't be loaded or something. Like, he wasn't even doing it intentionally. Like, God, like, <laughs> and and no, just, that, was, that was quite the scene. Just bad. If you could see Maddie's face right now, is priceless. <laughs> oh my God. What are you talking about? Yeah, but the oh status there's the status there's 10 to what is it, 10 to 15,000 tigers in captivity in the United States, and there's only like 4,000 left in the wild. Mm-hmm. You know, my favorite line with that whole thing was that one guy that was like, I'm going to do my best American hillbilly <laughs> accent as I do this here, but he was like, you know, there ain't no tigers in the wild. So, what's the next best thing? Of course, you got to be breeding them. <laughs> it's like, be like, dude, you're not breeding them to repopulate the wild, you dope. You're breeding them to have people come to your hillbilly zoo. Come on, <laughs> you're not repopulating a species in the wild. You if, dope. if this if this coronavirus gets to full kind of zombie apocalypse mode, like I'm gonna be a little concerned with how many tigers are just gonna be running around. Like. <laughs> Yeah, we'll all be like we'll all be like the king from Walking Dead. We'll all have our own tiger in our kingdom. <laughs> king Ezekiel. Does anybody watch The Walking Dead? Does anybody get that reference? Or am I the only I one? Didn't watch it. You didn't watch a, it. All right. That was a show I had gradually lost interest in as well. It just kind of got a little repetitive. I think probably around that that season. Yeah, I I kind of did the same thing. I I stopped for like I think two seasons worth and i just got back into it and i'm like actually it's not that bad mm-hmm. michael you still with us there you uh, you are you are you binging tiger king right now to catch up on the conversation i'm not binging tiger king yet but i might have to be after all this is it's all there is on twitter nowadays so like i feel like i have to get in on this now oh, it's so good it's so it's so bad so good type thing just just know, Michael, Carol Baskin will probably come for all of us after this podcast, though. So we have to be prepared. <laughs> all right. Well, we covered Tiger King. That was an unexpected flip in the podcast. Uh, what else is going on, uh, everybody? Did, did you guys lose all your snow? Is it melted or did you get more snow up there in uh, Canada? It, it melted and then it snowed again the last two days. So it's right back. <laughs> How do you guys do it? Like, just how do you do? It? I mean, like, winter sucks in New England. I can't imagine. Like, how, 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 or why? Like, why? I think you, I think you just kind of get into a winter mode, or you just accept the like bone chilling cold and the wet shoes. You just kind of accept it, and then you just kind of come out of hibernation when you know the the second and third winters have stopped coming. And then it goes what right into like like thunderstorms right it's like severe thunderstorm month or whatever and then it's back to winter is that how it works i don't think it rains that much here actually it's just kind of a hot summer and then yeah then it's over too quickly (laughs) so it's kind of like a new england summer it comes in june and it leaves in august perfect awesome so we definitely don't get as much snow that is for sure 
but it's been like crazy here. Like the sun has finally come out for like the last couple of days, but the wind we're having a, we're having what we call up here a nor'easter and the wind is like stupid. It's crazy town. Like everything is just wind blowing. Yesterday was windy and sunny in the morning into light rain. Then it was snowing in the middle of the afternoon. Then the sun came out. Then the sun went in. Then it snowed again. Then the sun came out. It's just so bizarre. That's that right there encapsulates Massachusetts weather. That's one day of <laughs> nice weather, rain, snow, <laughs> nice snow, snow. It's awesome. It's fantastic. So yeah. So that was my life. That was good. That was fun. I made jam the other day. <laughs> oh yeah. Out. Yeah, I made homemade jam. That's fun. So it's come to. I was just so bored. I'm like, I'll make jam. <laughs> what's the, what's the process for making jam? <laughs> you just throw frozen fruit in a pot with some sugar and some lemon juice, and you boil it. It's, oh. it's, not, that, it's not that hard, actually. Yeah, that's it. And then it thickens up, and you put it in a jar, and you eat it with a spoon because you're bored. It's, it's good. So if anybody out there wants to learn how to make jam, there you go. We just taught you how to make jam. Really, not that hard, actually. I thought it was going to be a lot more involved, and it really wasn't. It's a lot easier when you don't have to pick the fruit too. So maybe I'll do pickles next week. I'll make homemade pickles. I don't know. Give me something to do. Maybe I'll make pickle jam. I got. <laughs> I make pickle jam. I can do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're gonna say. I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did once make tomato bacon jam. That was pretty good. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty good. It's like you get the bacon nice and crispy. It's with onions, brown sugar tomatoes and it's like a spread you put on top of you can put it on top of anything actually like meatloaf or put it on a burger dip grilled cheese in it eat it with a spoon you know again it's pretty good hmm. <laughs> no comment <laughs> i'm telling you i'm telling you 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 make tomato bacon jam you'd be surprised like you don't put it on like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich obviously you know. <laughs> tomato, <laughs> tomatoes are the bait of my I hate tomatoes more than anything, so it's going to be a no for me. <laughs> no. Well, look at that. We just learned something about Gordy. He's an <laughs> anti-tomatoite. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, is there any vegetable you hate? Actually, tomatoes technically uh, a fruit. <laughs> and someone will comment, it's a fruit, you soup. That'll be our only <laughs> comment on the entire show. <laughs> exactly. Hey, great podcast, but listen, you need to know your fruits and vegetables. Anything with a seed is a fruit. I don't know if that's really... I may have just made that up. I don't know how that works. Michael, what do you hate? Do you hate, do you hate tomatoes, too? Uh, tomatoes, I'm like iffy on... I can't stand lettuce to save my life. Like, anything like lettuce, it's like leafy. Like, I, I can't do salads, no matter how hard I try. Really? I that's do. interesting. I don't know what it is. It's like, I can even, like, I can chew it fine. It's just something with, like, the everything mixed together. It just, mm, no. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Like, mm, no. <laughs> okay. Well, Maddie, do you hate salad, too? <laughs> I do not. My best friend, though, like, will not do salad. I think, I don't know if it's for the same reason, but she also is super not into that. So maybe it's not as weird as... It sounds, I don't it know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Well, it's, my daughter eats nothing. She eats pasta and pizza. Um, she refuses <laughs> to eat like any kind of like a piece of grilled chicken or like steak or any kind of food like that. And she doesn't eat vegetables. I, like the three vegetables she likes are lettuce, corn, 
and she likes onion rings. Those are like legitimately like the three vegetables and cucumbers. That's like all she eats for vegetables. And the other day she's like, maybe I'm just a vegetarian. I'm like, you can't be. You don't even eat vegetables. She's going to starve. <laughs> right? Like if you try to feed her, she's like, I'm fine. I'll just have a banana. I'm like, you can't live on bananas. I mean, you probably could, but I don't think it would be good for you. Get a lot of potassium and no cramps, you know, but still, I think you need a little more variety. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, so Maddie hates no vegetables. Michael hates salad. Gordy hates tomatoes. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> See, people, you learn so much on this podcast. It is extremely <laughs> informative. There's no hockey to talk about. We're gonna go through the we're gonna go through the kitchen. Michael, what meat do you hate? No, I'm kidding. We don't have to do that. <laughs> I hate pork. I I just hate thinking about where pigs have been and what they've eaten. I just every time I see pork, I just can't do it. <laughs> I know. I have that battle with myself too, because like I used to love ribs, but like I'm like trying to cut like all pork out of my diet. And I'm just like, yeah, you look at like a cow grazes in the field in the grass, you know, and the, the organic farm, the chickens are running around and you, you're fantasizing that. Yes. My tuna came from nice, <laughs> clear, clean, cold ocean water, you know, and everything's good. Then you think there is no way to make a pig look good on a farm at all. It is impossible to make happen. Like it's just, you look at a pig, I'm like, look, it lays in mud and it eats slop and I'm going to eat that. No, I'm all set. I'm good. <laughs> Michael, where do you stand on the pig debate? I mean, I I just try not to think about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Michael's like, uh, my parents I, I, own a, a pig that, farm, so if we could stop, that would be great. To be honest, I've never thought about it this way, so I, I might have second thoughts now. So thanks, uh, thanks a bunch. We should go throw out those pork bites I made for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can have pork wraps and lettuce. You'll be fine. It'll be good. You can do Asian pork wraps oh, and God. lettuce. You'll be <laughs> <laughs> You'll be good to go. So does anybody have anything for like planned for the summer that they've got like their fingers crossed, like that maybe this will be lifted sometime before June and we'll be able to go outside and go places. Uh, Maddie, do you have any kind of summer plans that are potentially going to be dashed? Well, outside of sports. Yes. <laughs> because <laughs> I would have been at the Flyers playoffs. Fair, um, fair enough. Yeah, my sister and I and her boyfriend were, I think, going to be up in your neck of the woods, generally. We were talking oh, about yeah. going up to Boston around her birthday. Like, Nice. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, yeah it, might be, it might be 60 degrees up here by that time. That'll be good. You know, it might warm up, you know. <laughs> Now's the time to get into Boston. No though, snow squalls. Yeah, right? There was, there's nobody in the city now. It's amazing just how, like, shoo, quiet it is it's just it's so weird driving through boston at like midnight and nothing happening no drunk pedestrians stumbling across the street in front of you with green lights you know it's just it's it's peaceful it's weird so gordy any summertime plans uh well i'm with maddie i'm i'm still holding out the faintest of hopes that the the nhl's efforts you know pan into something they seem like these they're really pushing for these neutral site games and stuff but I don't know, Calgary specifically, they've they've put the ban until June 30th. So clearly they're hoping to save the stampede. It would be it would be crazy to have a summer in Calgary without the stampede. Like, I don't know. So I it, it seems foolish to hold out hope for that, just considering how many people from how many countries, you know, attend that. But yeah, yeah. it's it's gonna be a strange summer for sure. <laughs> Stamp Stampede's the place where they have what the chocolate covered scorpions. Oh, every, every, you can pretty much eat anything deep fried. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. We'll get into that. Con 
Mike's profile picture there says uh, temporarily closed as well. So that's just just reminding me that the devastation that's waiting this summer. <laughs> yeah, that's close. And I look up and I see Auclair, which makes me want an Eclair. Um, Michael, any uh, anything exciting for you this summer? Anything you're hoping to get in? I mean, I had been debating a membership at a golf club, and that's a huge debate right now out here is like if they're actually ever going to open like this summer or like soon or there's a huge debate going on because they're putting all these like measures into like not uh, uh so you wouldn't like be near people and stuff and it's like every, well it's still snow on the ground so it's not a big deal but everyone's kind of losing their mind over it in either direction but um other than that like i don't know i wanted to travel somewhere i had like a flight pass with WestJet i had to use this summer so we'll see if i still get to use that or not but i was hoping to go somewhere in the u.s no idea where but hoping to get away for a little while if it's better by then you can go to florida or oklahoma and visit one of the tiger parks Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be good to go um well to bring up your, your point on golf i using the air quotes again i golf as well um and I think golf is one of those things you could probably do right now. Like if you mm-hmm. just had to play as a single, like you can't go out as a pairing, but if like, cause I like playing golf by myself. Sometimes I'll get to the, I'll get to the course. I'll set up an 8 AM tea time. So I'm first on the course and I get to play by myself. That way I'm not getting rushed you know, from behind or I'm not waiting for somebody in front of me, but I kind of feel like golf is like the one sport you could play during something like this because you're, you're outside. And if you're playing by yourself, you're not near anybody anyway. And you know, you bring your own clubs, you know, maybe you walk the course instead of having a golf cart, nothing wrong with some exercise and you play nine holes, you know, and maybe there's a cash box or something where you put your money in. So you don't have to go visit the clubhouse. You know, there's a way I think you could totally do golf because it does tend to lend itself to an isolation type sport. Maybe. I don't know. It depends yeah, isolation. yeah. I mean, I'm in the woods most of the time anyway, so I'm never near people when I play golf. So it's pretty easy for me to avoid people on the <laughs> golf course because I suck. <laughs> but if you're playing alone in infinite mulligans you can just take as many shots as you want no one will ever see you have no idea how many times i tee off when i golf by myself (laughs) at least three times each hole i I play best ball myself gotta make sure the the bag is nice and stocked with balls before you go out just just to come back home empty oh yeah i've gotten to the point where i don't even look for them anymore i just yeah whatever i'll just put another one up i had a five on that hole I mean, five, three times, but I had five. I'm doing okay, you know? So, yeah, I think golf could be one of those sports. Maddie, do you golf at all? No. No, you're smart. <laughs> that's, the, that's the way to go. Just avoid it altogether. Because you will get to the point, I don't know, Michael, how good you, or Gordy, how good you guys are, but you kind of do get to that point eventually where you're like, I kind of want to be good at golf because you get a, hit a couple shots that are good, and then you just get frustrated. You're like, golf is stupid. I hate golf. Like, I liked <laughs> golf better when I didn't care about how bad I was, because then I just didn't care. But then you start playing with your friends who are better than you, and it's embarrassing with how much you suck, so then you actually have to try to be good. You know? <laughs> Funny story. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a righty. I hit my clubs are right-handed. And I was so bad right-handed, I bought left-handed clubs just to see if I was maybe a lefty and I was doing it the wrong way. <laughs> and I was worse as lefty, so I'm like, no, I just really suck as a right-handed golfer. That's all. So that's my golf story. That's all I got. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a, I am a left-handed golfer and it's, it's crazy how few left-handed golfers there are. Like even people who play like hockey right-handed will 
or sorry, we'll play hockey left-handed. We'll golf right-handed. I just, I don't understand how that happened. <laughs> my, my dad and my son are both left-handed golfers, okay. which is weird. My mom, everybody else I know is right-handed. My father-in-law, <laughs> my mom, my brother-in-law, everybody I golf with is right-handed except my son and my dad. When I was an exchange student in France, they consider like left-handed golfers to be like so abnormal. If you want clubs there, you have to special order them. They only, they only sell right-handed clubs anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Well, I guess it's like being a left-handed guitar player. You know, you need to like, those aren't stocked in a store, you know, like, I don't know. Anybody else? Can we roll back to exchange student in France for a second? (laughs) Like, Tell me more. I I uh, fluently speak French, so I I went to school in Toulouse, France, for three years. And it was, wow. was quite the experience. Yeah, like good experience or bad experience? Well, yeah, pretty good. It, it's pretty eye opening to think, you know, when you when you think you speak a language, how uh, how quickly locals can beat you down. Like, I don't know. I've, I have a lot more respect for people, you know, trying to learn English and stuff, like being patient with them. Like, you know, I had to do like my parents' taxes and stuff as like a 13 year old kid. <laughs> I can't do my taxes in English. Forget that. <laughs> Never mind that. Michael, were you ever an exchange student? Uh, yeah, last year I, I went to uh, Netherlands right. for a semester. I didn't learn any Dutch though, but uh, <laughs> I got to stay up late watching a lot of hockey games. That was fun. Did you get? Did you get any wooden <laughs> shoes? I didn't get any wooden shoes. I tried on a pair of wooden shoes. Uh, just and yeah, it's uh, they're not the most comfortable shoes out there. I figured out. What a shoe made out of wood isn't comfortable. That's crazy. Right? Talk. Yeah, I was shocked. I thought they were gonna be like my Nikes or something. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have like Nike, Nike. They don't have like that soft foam cushion, or they're not like Nike Air Max wood shoes. <laughs> I feel like if, I feel like if there's any Dutch people listening, I'm gonna get yelled at about this. So <laughs> I can make too many more comments on their shoes because there might be some like Dutch guy walking around with a pair of wooden shoes on, <laughs> just like shredding his culture. So <laughs> I'm gonna say clear to any mad Dutch. Constantly. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Maddie, you ever an exchange student or are we both boring and never went anywhere? Um, I did a very, very brief like immersion type trip after I graduated high school, also to France, but that was like two weeks. Yeah. Whereabouts? That was fun. Hmm? Whereabouts in France? I kind of split between Paris and then went down uh to nice um we were in avignon for a bit i think those were kind of the main spots but nice and i was just every time i hear people go to france just kind of hope they go anywhere else other than paris as well just because you know the rest of france is just as you know crazy as paris you know paris is kind of disgusting Yeah, Yeah, I definitely didn't hate it as much as I know some people who have gone have, but I think I appreciated everywhere else a little (laughs) bit more. Nice. From the angry Parisians. (laughs) (laughs) They're angry angry anyways. They don't need us to speak. Yeah, Yeah, see, I can stay clear of this one because I've never been to Paris, so I've never been to France, so it's all good. See, I like French people. They're cool by me. (laughs) 
<laughs> there, how's that? I did find that they were like a bit nicer to me when they assumed that I was Canadian. For yeah. sure. And I just kind yeah. of let them believe that. <laughs> like that's fine. They're nicer when they're nicer to English Canadians and French Canadians as well, just because like I, I think I said last week, they hate like the French Canadian accent so much. Like it's just like uh they absolutely ruin the French language in their eyes. So they actually they like English Canadians more than the French Canadians. There you go. So That's if funny. I ever go to France, I'll just I'll start I'll I'll start pronouncing things, you know, like the Canadian way, you know. <laughs> or and I'll I'll put an A in there every now and then and I'll be okay. Actually, I'm a big fan of like if I'm going on a trip, like I want to go somewhere where it's always sunny, there's a beach, and the place is surrounded by blue water. Like I am definitely like I am not a, hey, let's backpack through Europe type guy. I'm more of a, hey, let's go to Aruba or let's go to Bermuda or let's go someplace hot or it's warm and there's beaches and fish. Like, that's my type of thing. I am like, my wife, I read out, she's like, we should go to Europe. I'm like, no, we shouldn't. That's No, that sounds horrible. Like, let's go to Hawaii or let's go to St. Croix. No, that sounds more fun. That's more up my alley. Although if I did, if I did go to Europe, I would drag her to places she would never want to go. Like, I would want to visit like historical parts of europe like i would want to go to the beach at normandy you know i would want to go mm -hmm. to germany i would want to take in that part of part of me wants to go to like i think like transylvania would be fun just to say you went you know just to be like hey, look at me i'm here you know but no it's a place that always interested me and i don't know if any of you guys have been has anybody been to hungary i have a friend who uh married a woman from hungary and like it's it just sounds like budapest sounds like the coolest place on the planet um so i was like i think like that type of europe would be fun for me but i don't know they don't have a real good beach there, so I don't know if that's going to work. <laughs> <You know? laughs> just does, doesn't work for me. I'm a beach guy. I like the ocean. Like, like I grew up like going to the Cape Cod, so like and eating lobsters. To me, that's that's vacation. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's just my uncultured, snobby New England in me. I don't know. We're like, we're we're from New England. Like we're the center of America. Come on, it's amazing. <laughs> I don't. Know, my favorite American city that I've been to, I think, would have to be san francisco I, I love the the bay and kind of the beach area there i, I just like that whole city san diego is like oh, san diego is like dream city on the west coast it's warm the tacos are good everything is by a beach like it's so my wife's best friend lives in san diego and we've been out there and i'm like why don't we move here and then you look at home prices you're like that's why we don't live here fantastic <laughs> Like two bedroom, one bath. Oh, eight hundred thousand. That's interesting. No, I'm good. Thanks. I'll go back east. <laughs> I'll put up with some snow. So Philly's a fun city, though. Like I do. I've been to Philly a whole bunch of times. I've, I have a friend who lives in. Um, oddly enough, he lives in Cherry Hill. Um, I don't know if we guys know. There's a guy in the flames who's from that area. Um, so when we're out in Cherry Hill, we always go into Philly. And Philly's a fun, like South Street is a blast. Like that street, nothing good happens on that street for the record. You start at like this one pub at the corner <laughs> yeah. and then halfway down, you don't remember where you started at that first pub. It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> and then one night we did the walk from all of those bars to Pat's and Gino's. Like we walked through some weird side neighborhoods. I don't know how long it took to get there, but it was, uh, I was like, wow, that was a interesting walk. We just had to this place, but Philly's fun. I like Philly. Yeah, I love Chicago. Yeah. Well, you know, at, at 2 a.m., you don't really remember how far you're walking anyway at that point, so it doesn't matter, you know. But, like, uh, Chicago's fun. Like, a good American Chicago, the north side of Chicago, not the south side. <laughs> get, it's where everybody gets murdered. you got to have a disclaimer for Chicago. But um, the north side of Chicago is so much fun. That is such a good city. And another place like Philly, like, 
if you start walking through Chicago at noon and you go to a Cubs game at two, it's very quickly eight o'clock and you don't know where you lost that frame of time in the middle. It's just such a fun city to be in. Like Wrigleyville's fun. The bars are good. They have great restaurants. Also highly recommend Chicago. Just go to the North side. Cause if you go to the South side, you end up dead and we don't want that to happen. So, or you could skip it all and come to Massachusetts and go to Cape Cod. It's the greatest place on the planet. So outside of that, that's, that's my big thing. My parents live on the Cape. So I'm like all bummed. I'm like, we have to be able to go to the Cape this summer. I even I have to have lobsters and scallops and I need to drink a beer on a patio overlooking the water. I need to go to Martha's vineyard. Like I need to go to the beach with my kids. I'm like, I gotta have summer. I can't have not have summer. <laughs> Like it would, it would be horrible to like sit through this whole thing, miss summer, and like we get lifted and be like, "Oh, it's November! Great, awesome! It's snowing again! Fantastic!" <laughs> I'm fully expecting to just go from one school semester back and in, into the next one with essentially no break in between. How are you guys doing? Like no. remote learning at home and stuff? Like, are you, do you have online classes right now? Honestly, I think at this point I'm I'm rationing and savoring the schoolwork just because it's something to do. It's, it's it runs out quick when you when you when it's all you can do all day kind of thing. So I, I I got a couple more weeks of exams, but then that's it for the year. Well, my son's finding that out. He wakes up at like eight and he does the schoolwork by ten, and he's done for the day. Yeah. He's like I'm bored. <laughs> he's like I need something to do. I'm like I don't know build something i don't know you know <laughs> give me i made him do a book report on like the uh what was it uh oh, i had him give me like 10 facts about the american revolution i'm like just write a report on that do something go it <laughs> like i'm like research the guy who invented nintendo i don't know like, find something to do it's crazy so oh anybody got anything else let's see we've covered food we've made fun of people from the netherlands paris oklahoma florida i mean we're, we're we're kind of hitting on all cylinders today i'm kind of proud of us you know we're, we're, we're bringing it today uh anybody got anything else or do you want to save some of the hate for the next podcast you don't want to don't want to, don't want to jump in with two feet right now all in one you know we got to break it up and savor it a little bit we'll, we'll go after quebec manitoba and saskatchewan next week yeah just don't go. Don't Perfect. do like Nova Scotia or like Prince Edward Island. Those are places I might want to go someday. So, you know. <laughs> um, so, all right, Michael, I want a full uh, report on the next podcast on your thoughts on Joe Exotic. And, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if you know, and would you wear any of those shirts? All right, you'll, under, you'll understand. You I'll put something together. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> I'll put it together. I'll, I'll put something good and uh, get a good opinion for you. Most most importantly, what's his opinion of his his music and music videos? Oh, hey, uh, I saw Tiger. Okay. Tiger saw me. <laughs> hey, kitty, kitty. All right, listen. <laughs> all right, you cool cats and kittens. You guys don't. Un- Gordy understands that. Nobody yeah. else does. It. <laughs> Michael will, and he'll realize how insane this whole conversation we just had was. So, all right, I guess we'll wrap it up here. Um, we're not going to pause for a break today because I don't think we went. And if we went long, whatever, I don't care. We'll figure it out. We can take one of those pauses and we'll throw it in there. And if not, eh, whatever. So, all right, if anybody got anything else, if not, I think we'll uh, we'll, we'll call it we'll call it a day on this very interesting and uh, various topic podcast. And so, everybody else, good. Anybody got anything? No. Nope. I mean, I have all a right. quick question. If we're gonna go. Nope. 
No, no, you can't talk. Like <laughs> no, you're no, done. we're done. Okay, all right. No, no, <laughs> no. What do you um, got? No, it's... <laughs> um, do you think they can actually pull off hockey in New Hampshire? Like, like NHL? The North, cause they're, talking about, they're talking about doing it like there in North Dakota for some reason and Saskatchewan, I've heard now. Mm-hmm. It depends on where they do it. It depends on where they would probably do it in Manchester where the Monarchs play. I think that's the Verizon yeah. wireless yeah. center thing. Um, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's built to handle the NHL. I mean, it's it's not a huge arena. It drew it drew really well with the Monarchs. I used to work at um, WMUR. It's a TV station in Manchester, and we used to cover Monarchs games. So they could probably do it there. Um, they could probably also split some of it up and go to um, uh, what's the place with UNH plays there. I mean, it's a lot smaller, but it's at least another you know rink that can hold a decent amount of hockey fans. The um, Something center. I forget the name of it. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, as long as they do it in Manchester, you don't want to do it like in, you know, kind of like Concord has a rink. Nashua is gross. Um, you know, so now I'm, now I'm alienating New Hampshire. But I can say okay. that because I lived there because I lived there for six years and it has the mountains and those are fun. But I'm all set with the rest of New Hampshire. But there's no sales tax, so it's cheaper to get a TV up there. So I, th- I think they're going to sorry. I think they're going to be empty arena games anyway. So as long as they yeah. can, you know, like sustain like the media the camera crews and whatever i think i think it it should be feasible essentially anywhere yeah i don't know who does the camera work i mean because i know that the station can't cover the hockey games every night they're on like we would get selected games where we would be the production company so that was probably like four or five games a year so i mean they've got to have their own event staff there where they could do it Mm. i mean there's enough freelance photographers out there that they could fill um that so yeah i mean if it's an empty arena yeah you could definitely do it there you could do it um out like i said out at unh probably you know it doesn't really matter as long as you have you know a space to do it just the whole empty arena thing seems weird to me uh, like, how do you so, get pumped up uh, that'll be creepy as hell like to watch on tv like even even minor hockey games you got the the hockey mom screaming at people like just yeah. silence except for the game would yeah i don't, I don't know if i'd want to watch that <laughs> Well, I don't even know if you could have audio because you would pick up everything that gets said on the ice. Like, you know, like, you, like <laughs> no, but I want scared. that. You want <laughs> in between clanging of puck that's off my the favorite boards, part, right? Or just you know, put them on like late night or put them on HBO and just have at it, <laughs> let it go, you know. Like, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, I, New Hampshire, Michael, that's a good question. I mean, there are definitely the Verizon center the wireless whatever it's called is definitely the biggest arena in the state so they could fill it there uh dartmouth college has their own rink um you know places like that so there's enough i mean you could probably spread it out if you needed you know a couple different places they could play hockey in new hampshire which i find hysterical hockey finally pro hockey comes to new hampshire and nobody can go watch it (laughs) it's like good lord so good question michael any other questions i say yes live free or die give new hampshire hockey let's go not permanently though, because that would well, probably. The thing I was like... thinking about with that. Go ahead. Oh no! Like with having the like neutral site games is housing all of the team folks, and like the North Dakota one, that would be like Grand Forks. Is that Nodak? Is that the rink there? Like, where's everybody going to stay? Like, I'm sure the hotels are limited. Do the players have to stay in dorms or whatever? Like, well, that's what I was just thinking. Maybe imagine? they, maybe they do use UNH or Dartmouth as a place to play the games because they have the dorms right there where like the players would stay in the dorms. You know, I mean, 
it is what it is, you know. I mean, I do know that the college dorm that I had, nobody would want to sleep in. It was like a, you know, cinder block building, you know, it was, <laughs> was not very comfortable or whatever. But I do drive into the city and I look at the towers where BU plays and it, where the kids go to school. And the dorms are like all glass, you know, looking out onto the highway, overlooking the city. I, I mean, it's what you get when you pay $60,000 a year to go to college. But like, you know, they're beautiful <laughs> dorms. Like the dorms that some of these places are not going to be you know, overlooking cities. Then again, I don't think you'd want to overlook Manchester, but that's just me. (laughs) Sorry, Manchester. (laughs) Again, lived there once. Eh, You know, it is what it is. So there you go. I offended somebody today. Yeah, we all did. I don't (laughs) think Maddie did. Maddie was the saint. She was good today. (laughs) Offend somebody next podcast, please. (laughs) We can't can't have Michael doing it all the time. It's just not (laughs) fair to him. You know, he's... He's making fun of the French, the Dutch. It's just not working, you know. It's it's no good. So, all right. Uh, any other questions? That was good, Michael. That was actually a pretty good question. It made me think. Yeah, that's always good. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, so, uh, if we don't have anything else, we are going to wrap up episode 29 of the Tinderbox. If you liked this podcast, I don't know how you wouldn't have, uh, you could find us on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts download just search matchsticks and gasoline or the tinderbox or calgary flames and you should be able to find us gordy michael fatty thank you so much for joining us this afternoon on this uh wide variety talk show we have here of absolute nonsense so thank you guys for listening we appreciate it and we will catch you next time on the tinderbox